welcome to this episode of the podcast that I'm intending to record. Intending to record? Tell me you're recording. I am, I, I am recording. I am recording this time, yes. That is, like, I'm thinking about recording this. Um, <laughs> good? Like, uh, I guess I'm Ross and it's really cold in East London. <laughs> and I'm Phil and I'm I'm trying to be less of a moron than I was on the last recording. So welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this one will be a full length podcast um, as we record this. I press record this time because uh, if you didn't hear the last podcast, you should because it was about five minutes long because Phil forgot to record it. It was excellent. It might be our <sighs> best podcast. Like every every podcast should just be you going, tell me about this. And I go, yes. I mean, you t- tell me about that. And I thought this was great, like eight minutes. It was certainly our most succinct podcast, that's for sure. Do you remember when we started this podcast? We actually started like with a rule that we would never do more than 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how that ha- how that worked, but um, yeah, certainly we are, we are not really there. But that's good. That's all right. You know, that's all good. Um, you know, these things happen. Uh, so, Ross, how the devil are you, my friend? Are you well? I am... Uh... <clears throat> Coughing? Being very cold. I am coughing. Um, yeah, things are getting very busy, which is exciting. So let's see how things go in the next week or so. Uh, oh, that, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I can't talk about it yet. You're such a, you're such a tease. I, it's ridiculous. I can't talk about it. Yet. Well, it's only because people keep on. I'm like, I can't talk about it yet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oldest friend. Talking can't talk about it I true just, it, yeah it's true you know. it does that it does actually make it much worse thanks thanks for not guilty me into it <laughs> well you know like you know i just I, I like the guilt anyway but no no i'm genuinely looking forward to hearing all things about it so look, let's we're gonna we're gonna um oh, how, are we'll you, how, are, how, yes. how are you how are you yeah yeah all good all good all good yeah things are uh, moving a pace in in my world as always so that's always good never a dull moment um which is always exciting so so look this episode we are going to talk um about some movies we've seen we'll, we'll touch on um 31 days of uh halloween or 31 films of Ooh. halloween sorry um but first uh, i want to talk about marvel and dc again Ooh. which has become a relatively regular topic of conversation both on mine and ross's uh, whatsapp chat and um, on the podcast, um, Ross, do you want to do you want to update us to the latest happenings within <clears> the <throat> catastrophes of both the MCU and the DCU? I mean, I don't even know where you begin because it's such <laughs> a, a, a miasma of nonsense. But every time you hear something new, it's not a shock. Like <clears throat> the latest thing with um, the MCU, especially for those who don't know, out of the eighteen episodes of Daredevil Born Again, uh, the new DC plus, D+, I should say, uh, show. Uh, they filmed five episodes, if I remember. Not, I heard nine, but certainly not. Oh, like, actually, someone else did say nine, but, but, but five in their entirety, for sure. And it's, yes, I'm sure they filmed more than that. And then Disney Plus very quietly in September fired the, the writers and the, let the directors go. And not only is it, not only have they done that, not only are there episodes in the can and so forth and so forth, they are now describing the show as being in development again. They're not even saying it's in production. They're saying it's in development again. And and, and as one little thing, <clears throat> which take it for what you will, apparently 
the first time you see the Daredevil costume in this new series, bearing in mind this is the fourth season of the show, is in episode five. <laughs> now, like now I'm now I'm quite excited about the idea of a of a Matt Murdock Daredevil show where we do see him as a lawyer, you know, where we do see him do his day to day, you know, all of that stuff, and of course balancing that with his superhero responsibilities or duties, whatever you want to call it, adventures. That's fine, absolutely. But five episodes into essentially season four is so, is there's something gone, something has gone wrong. And, and something has gone wrong to the point where how did everybody involved with this show, writers, directors, producers, execs, everybody, not even understand that this, first of all, that, that was going to happen. And secondly, someone going, well, it needs to at least be by the end of the first episode that he suits up or, be, whatever, you know, like, like ah, he's going to jump back into action or whatever. whatever. You don't even necessarily have to see him do anything as Daredevil, but we need to see him as Daredevil because the show is called... Daredevil, born again. Uh, yeah, born again. Now, now again, now again. If it's something where they're building to the, you know, to him, maybe he's out. He's decided not to be Daredevil for all. That's perfectly valid. Like, that happens in the Marvel comics quite a bit, in fact. But you always have that sense of superheroing, right? Yeah. So look, let's face it. Let's face it. We don't know what those first four episodes are like. Those four episodes could genuinely be quite gripping and, and exciting and. You know, they really could be. I'm just saying, we don't know. But it still seems like a, a an act of, can I say hubris even? I don't know. To, to, to just say, in this superhero show, you don't see him be a superhero for four episodes, for four whole, four hours. No, look. It's, two it's, movies. It's, That's crazy. That is, that is legitimately crazy. It's it's hard to judge, right? Because we haven't seen yeah, it, right? Yeah, true, and, true. And again, true. quite often, if you remember the, the the stuff about Titanic when it came out, right? Like everyone's like, "Oh, this is gonna be a huge failure. It's got massively over budget. It's gonna, you know, no one's gonna want to watch it." And it became the most successful movie of all time. Of course. And it took, by the way, an hour and a, hour and forty minutes until the boat hit the iceberg. In that of course, like, yes, exactly. You know, and nothing really happens in that hour and forty-five minutes, other than Leo chases Kate around a boat. So, so like you could yes. you could play that card, right? Yes, of course. But but I think the the thing that worries me is the total lack of of oversight on this. And well, that's what I mean. Exactly. Genuinely, just, it just seems like how are they just yeah. stepping in now? How are they yeah. just stepping in now? It's it's insane. But this isn't like the, the, the weird. I, I, weirdly, I don't think it's the weirdest piece of news this week for Marvel. Well, hang because on. the other just piece quickly, of news, the, well, well, I was going to say, what about the other TV show, <laughs> the, uh, Ironheart, which has been put back to 2025, the fall of 2025, meaning that Ironheart, the TV show, for anyone who even cares about that character from Wakanda forever. By the way, a very unsuccessful character in the comics itself, like very unpopular, like Ms. Marvel, very little traction, sales of comics. You almost, hate Ms. Like, Marvel, don't you? I don't hate Ms. Marvel, I just don't. What I'm saying is, if you keep trying to hammer something and the audience, your core audience isn't taking it, what are you doing? Why have you, you haven't got the resources to spare to do that. So all I'm saying is, is I have nothing against the character at all. Although they did do this quite poignant moment recently, where she actually died, she sacrificed her life in Spider-Man. And, and by the way, I've read very little of this character, so I'm not pretending to know the character very well. Oh, he's talking about Ironheart had... now. No, 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 Ms. Marvel. Oh, Ms. Marvel. Okay. And I will say that that issue was handled really, really well. 
and all it was was she's about to become a mutant because mutants can be resurrected when they die at the moment in the Marvel Universe. So all they did was they made this huge sacrifice, and it really was good. They even did a special issue about how much she'd contributed to the Marvel Universe, which was, I mean, who the hell knows? But fine, I read it, and it was fine. And then they did that just to resurrect her not a month later as an X-Men. And you just go, what is it you're trying to do with this character? What What is the thing that you think is going to is gonna attract people? But look, that aside, and, and, and also bearing in mind her TV show, which I know I didn't watch, was one of the lowest watched TV shows on Disney+. Plus. Again, really right, was. stop. Hold on, on that, yep. there's a reason for that. And it wasn't okay, because so the show wasn't bad. The reason is, sure. just look at any forum... And this is why I'm really conscious when we talk about this, right? Because mm -hmm. Ms. Marvel and the Marvel's TV show and She-Hulk mm -hmm. suffered the same thing. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's that very large vocal majority of people going, oh, but it's a woman. And, uh, why can we I think it's a, vocal, well, it's a vocal minority rather than a vocal no, majority. No, it's, it's not, though. But... It's a majority. And then you make wait, wait, a person wait, wait. of colour and it becomes on, saying, wait, even hang worse. On, saying, wait, but hang on, wait a minute. Surely it's a vocal minority of people. It can't be the majority of people because then that would actually justify them not showing the show. It's presumably a very vocal, small number. Of well, people I, I think it's a very vocal, high amount of people. I think if you look at uh, the the negative press, the, sorry, the negative mm -hmm. fan feedback around any time Marvel tries to highlight a a person of color and then a female of color or a female, it's the same reaction, right? It is disgusting that the fragile fandom it's the same thing that happened when ray was front and forward and force awakens there was that well it should be Ugh. it's like I, mean, I, don't, honestly, I don't remember that to really it, it just, like but all of that stuff and it's going to happen again with the marvels right because there are two women of color and a, a third woman well, in the film. And it's going to be the I, same shit. While, it, I, while I agree with that, it's so I go, bullshit. Because the show Ms. Marvel was yeah, actually really look, good. While I agree with that, of course I agree with the, the, that in principle. That is one thing, but a badly... And again, I haven't watched Ms. Marvel, so I don't know. But if everything is badly written, that is a good enough excuse to complain about. She, she Hulk, Well, She-Hulk, right? She-Hulk was very badly written. I actually enjoyed oh. some of it. I enjoyed some of it, right? And I watched, or unlike a lot of the other Marvel shows, recently, I watched all of it. And I'll watch season two. I love Tatiana Maslany. Love Tatiana Maslany. That show was very badly written and kind of insulting and making the villains, you know, for fans. That is, what, what are they doing? What are they doing? I, I, mean, terrible. I disagree terrible. up until the last episode where it dropped the ball. And I think Ms. Yeah. Marvel was very similar really to the badly. last episode dropped the ball. But right, okay. do you know what? Like, you can't doom a whole TV series no, based I, on... Because actually, up until no, that point, I, I thought it was quite smart. I well, up until that I, point, I thought she Hulk Well, the writers, the writers of the She-Hulk show admitted they had no idea about legal drama. They admitted they had no idea about... They literally yeah. didn't know what they were writing about. And they didn't know anything about the character. So, listen, uh, for, for its relative merits, I thought there was good stuff in it. And there was enjoyable stuff in it. But it was not good. But look, getting back to the actual point... I, I Ironheart, disagree. But I, getting, getting I disagree. Back to what I was to say, the actual yeah. point is, is that Ironheart, a TV show spun out of another unpopular character... <laughs> Who cared? Who cared about her in Wakanda forever? Oh, regardless, of, regardless. Can, of that, by the way, when they said who she was, I had to look who she look up who I she was. I spoke to you about her, and you went, "Who is that?" And it was like, "Yeah, yeah, like, right." So I've watched all the Marvel stuff, and I had to genuinely look up who she was. Right. So go, the point is, they shot this show, and it's in post, and they have just pushed it back two years. 
and by the, by the time way, he comes out, Alexis didn't, didn't have a stuff. 2022. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's coming out in 2025. Yeah, that is three... absolutely insane. And and it's not going to be. I'm not. I know how. It, how can it possibly be any good? How again? What, what, you can't... what, what, what but what post production is required that takes two years? Don't don't judge something on that you haven't seen. What I can but we... judge is the but I can judge the output of a of a platform that's putting it all out. No, yeah, but what you can say is, look, maybe maybe it was always intended. Like, hey, look, no, I've stopped. No I, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, let me finish. I've just recorded a podcast, a new podcast, right, for my work persona life. Mm. And I've recorded podcasts that aren't going out till 2024, right? Sure, fine. So, fine. so I've scheduled a load of stuff for the future. And if I, I had to stop recording because it was going to get to the point where I was like halfway through next year. Right, well, lots of stuff, but lots of stuff is obviously like scheduled right. ahead of time. Of course it is. Of course it is. But... We just know what the track record is right now. We know how much stuff is being stopped. I mean, looking at Daredevil, there's clearly issues. Now, it's I mean, Ironheart, by the way, time. Ironheart what, what's might happened be... to Agatha? What's happened to Agatha? There's always other shows that make yeah, kind of echo, I... echo. They're all being shuffled under the carpet. Ironheart might be in part if they need to do a few. If yeah, they shot it in 2022. Two they've, years, they've, dude. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish. They've just they've shot it in 2022. They started post-production this year. The actor strikes hit and they go, fuck, we need to do some reshoots, which isn't, uh, you know, isn't I'm unexpected. sorry, I just, I don't think any of but this they can't, is But they can't do reshoots. So you can't do reshoots till 2024. And at that point, you're like, well, okay, so when's the best strategic moment to put this out? We don't know that Ironheart doesn't factor into... Why Captain don't, America why don't, 4. Why, why even announce And it goes it? in afterwards. Oh, but, but, but then why even announce it? Why even announce any of it? Because Marvel have always announced their slate years in advance. We knew Avengers Endgame was happening three years before it well, came if out. It is, well, if it is... If and it by is, the way, they started shooting if, if there are, it two years before it came it, out. If there are reasons to reschedule something for two... Hold back something for two years. Like they've done with the, Mar- the, the Marvel's movie, by the way. That's over two years after it was supposed to come out. If there are, if there are reasons for it, they can tell us the reasons for it. No, they? it's not. The Marvel's isn't two it years. It is. The it TV is, show was nearly, last year. It is nearly it is nearly two years after it was. But the TV show was last year, so it was never going to come out before the TV show. That wouldn't make any know. sense whatsoever. No, of course well, it is. I you don't, don't introduce a, a a character from a TV show that's set before the film and release the film yeah, before the, Marvels, the TV show. That's the DC Marvels, level shit. No, no, but the Marvels was originally just going to be a Captain Marvel two movie. That was originally yeah. what it was going to be. Yeah, so then it got but, pushed back and got pushed back again. No, and then so production in. got pushed back. Not the, not the, it didn't get filmed and then held back for two years. They, they said, actually, we're going to go in a different direction with this. Mm. They rewrote it and made a different movie. Again, that's just Hollywood, mate. Well, okay, you know well, then, let's, then, let's, then let's flip, let's flip to DC then and look at Aquaman, yeah. which is two years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a, that's a different kind of mission. Well, I don't know. I don't going know. back to Ironheart. I don't, I don't know if, going I don't back know if to any of this is a different kind of mission. No, I mean, but going back to Ironheart, I think there's, there, there could be, there could be, I'm sure the writer strike and the you know, the actor strike is not helping Daredevil and it's not helping Ironheart and, and all sure, of that. Sure, but, but Ironheart but Ironheart was already in post. Yeah. Ironheart and was again post. but again, if you if you're linking it to Captain America four, which I, I assume no it will be. 
I don't right? know. I have no idea. But let's let's assume it will be right because Captain America and like certainly Brody as as that character has always been quite linked to to, to Iron Man. So let's let's assume let's assume that it's linked to Iron Man four. Sorry, Captain America four. Whatever the fuck it is. Um, yeah. Let's assume, and then because the production on that has had to be pushed back, then actually they they've gone. Mm, actually, we can't release this before because it makes no sense. We've got to release it afterwards, or we don't want to release it and it's linked to the film, but the film's not coming out for another year and a half. So let's just push the TV show. There could be some justifiable reasons. However, the Daredevil thing is just fucking insane. Like, you don't shoot over half a TV series and then go, oh, so our lead character doesn't appear in costume till episode five, and it's a, it's actually a legal procedural drama. Oh, I um, have and to there's say no something superhero here. stuff. I have to say something here on that point. I have to say something on that point. I don't think that's the only reason why that's happened. Because you could just add, you could just re, you could just rejiggle stuff. You could easily just shoot some more scenes for episode one, right? You, you could just do, they reshot over 70% of Secret Invasion. So if they were really worried, Yeah, but there was, again, there was reasons really for that. About, no, no, but there, okay. There were good reasons this, for that. But then there are reasons for this too. What I'm saying is you could oh, always, yeah. what, what, what they're currently saying is they're preserving a few, or a hand, take this and finish short, some, some of the scenes from the first five episodes, which is fair enough too. But you just go, well, then why don't you just, you don't need to stop. I mean, you can, you can do what you want, but you could just say, okay, what we need to do for episode, let's, let's stop for a, you know, a month, let's rewrite everything and rejig stuff and just, you know, pull stuff forward or whatever the fuck they can do. The fact that they've completely stopped is the thing that you just go, what? what are Again, you I think, what I think doing? the one thing I will say is they, they kind of had to completely stop because they can't do anything anyway at the moment. Oh, I agree. No, no, months. no. I, of course. But well, I, th I think what's probably happened is they've started, they've started to edit it all together and Marvel have come in and looked at it and went, Hmm. I always thought 18 episodes was a bit like in a world which where we don't do 18 episodes of TV ever. Well, like, I think it was going to be, but dude, I, but dude, I think it was going to be, I think much like Walking Dead type thing. I think it was going to be part one and part two. I think I hope so. nine and nine. I think like, like, like Walking Dead, the, the last several seasons were like yeah. eight, yeah, eight and eight or whatever it was. I hope so because 18 episodes dropping all. And also, yeah, it, I don't think yeah. they'll do that. And I don't think, uh, thank God, like, thank God at least it's on Disney so they wouldn't drop them all at once. They drop them a week no, at a time. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I get, I don't know about you, but I get really anxious when Disney drop a, when uh, Netflix drop a whole series at once. I, Netflix, quite, I don't care about. Netflix have always done that. So I don't no, really no, but I, I know, but I, just, I, just, I find it a really unpleasant way. Firstly, you can't have any conversation around it, right? Because no, you could be on episode no. ten, and I'm on episode one, and like so. Of course, so we, yes. So there's no water cooler around it. But secondly, no, right. like I get this weird kind of anxiety about having to watch everything, like and like or not watch it and wait till everyone else has watched it and stop talking about it, and then I'll watch it eventually. It's, yeah, I, it's I don't hard, know. I, I hate it as a distribution model, and I've always hated it. I'd much rather Netflix went to a. A, a one a week methodology with some of these I quite shows. Like, because... I quite like how a lot, some of, like say Disney do this, I like when they do like the first two or three or something. That works yeah. quite well. And then it kind of, they do that with like Only the Murders in the Building as well and things like that. And then sometimes yeah, last, and then week at time. And, some, and then sometimes they do the last two at the same time or something like that. That's kind yeah. of cool. Like a double, that's kind of cool. That yeah, yeah I, I agree. I, I think that works for me. I agree. Yeah, weirdly, we're watching the last season of Billions and 
right. they, they literally, like, there's literally three episodes left. We watched the last, third episode, third to last episode last night, and I'm like, Damian, oh, my God. Is Damien Lewis still in it? Is Damien Lewis He comes back, it? yeah, yeah, he comes back for oh, this right, season. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and like for the and obviously he he left the show because his wife died and he he didn't want to be travelling and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, having him back, like him, Corey Stoll, um, yeah, Paul Giamatti, it's it's just such a such a such a such a wonderfully stupid show. Like you you can't look at sure. it as real. It's just it's just like it's a show of massive dick swinging. And it's kind of like it's kind of funny, like, but like, like suits, like suits. I'm assuming never watched like it, suits. but yeah, um, you know, I think so. Dude, you no. love suits. You love um, suits. But like, 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 yeah, it's just one of those things where you're just like, like, it's got two episodes left, and I just last night I wanted to watch both those last two episodes because I'm like, yeah. I want to see how this plays out. So, so I, I, I'm a weird contradiction in that. Oh uh, yeah, look, let's quickly talk about um, <laughs> You're like, okay. you're like. You keep you keep talking about this, and I'm like, the more I hear about this film, the more I just want to see it. The more, I'm I, the more I'm like, I'm convinced it's not going to come out this year. It is coming out. It's coming out. I, everyone keeps saying that. I'm no, no, it, it is coming out. I would put a thousand pounds on it coming out this year. Our bet's going up then, I guess. Right. Um. But look, let me just run through the latest <clears throat> highlights. Um. <laughs> There's some brilliant. There is some fucking brilliant stuff Actually, in this. Before you crack, before you carry on, I just want to say one thing, super quick, super quick, super. Go. Quick. Nippy and I went to see. What the hell did we go and see? What film did we watch? It was the creator. No, was it with you? It was with you. Yes, the creator. When we, to, when we went to see the creator, <laughs> and they showed the Aquaman trailer, I was like, blah 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 blah. blah. No Amber Heard, no Amber Heard, no Amber Heard, no Amber Heard. Well, I was because no I'd no seen that trailer. And then she's in it for about a quarter of a second. Oh, like 10 frames. Before, I was no, counting before, it down. Before, before the, the title. And it was like, holy fuck. Like, that's yeah. worse. That's worse than not having not being in it. Yeah. And and I was counting it down because I'd seen the trailer. Yes, and I was yes, like, yes, yes. wait for it. Wait yeah. for it. Wait for it. There yeah. it is. And you were like, what? And I was like, Amber Heard. You said, what? Anyway, fuck? so latest news. That was this bad. Is, this is broken in the last couple of days. Around 20 uh. scenes were recently cut from the film. This is going to be an absolute <laughs> fucking mess. Right? The best news this week was scenes. apparently... 20 scenes. Sorry, Phil. 20 scenes have been cut. 20 scenes. Not shots, by the way. 20, 20 scenes. scenes from his original cut. Can I just say something? Hang on a minute. And two of them feature Amber Heard, and she's not even in the movie that much. Two, hang on, how many pages is this? So, okay, 20... 20 pages? Oh, no, it could be 40 pages. It could be 40, it could be anywhere, where it could be, some of them could be half a page. But... Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, 20 scenes. It gets gets better. So, hang on, that's that's presumably, this is a guess, that's presumably some kind of subplot. That's presumably something that kind of like goes all the way through the movie, but they've removed. You know what I'm getting at? A hundred percent. Someone is no longer in that movie. Right. Someone or or a, or a theme. <laughs> it could be like a yeah, a plot, like a MacGuffin. You know, it could be like a, yeah. Got and a actually, if you read this, if you yeah. read this, after the latest test scores, Wang shed a whopping twenty scenes from his cut. So that's someone being cut from the that movie is, completely. That's someone. That's a person. Maybe yeah, they're cutting yeah. aqua. Maybe they're cutting Jason Momoa Aquaman. from the film. Maybe they're cutting Aquaman. <laughs> They're so, cutting, hold on. No, Phil, they're, they're cutting all scenes where Aquaman is in the water. Yeah, yeah. So, so the, the best two pieces of news recently That's is amazing. that Amber Heard has come out and said basically that Jason Momoa was always drunk on set. And, sure. and Warner have come out and said 
like like some of the people involved with the film have come out and said no he no. has a, occasionally he'll relax at the end of a shoot with a beer of course or he, a beer. yeah of course he is yeah but he was not drunk. So like once again... Why would he not be a, Why would he not be professional? So once again, That's... if you look at who is... And again, I'm not victim blaming yeah. here at sure. all. Sure. It's someone saying something. And then it turns out, it turns out that Warner Brothers did not want Amber Heard in this movie because of the lack of chemistry she had with him in the first one, which no one can sure. disagree no with, one can right? Pull, you can't pull that. So they sent a letter to her, basically firing her, and Elon right. Musk, who she was dating at oh, the time, right, apparently sent sent a letter to Warner saying, "If you do not reinstate her into the film, I will basically bury your business." Right. So Elon well, Musk he could, buy, he could buy Warner Brothers, couldn't he? So. Exactly. Elon Musk was responsible for putting Amber Heard back into Aquaman, and then they split up. I was going to say they're not together anymore. No. <laughs> Um, I have to say, this is the, there is a story behind this that might rival Heaven's Gate as possibly yeah, the most fucked up yeah. film production. Well, ever. look at the look at the Batman stuff alone. Look at the Affleck and Keaton stuff being in it and not yeah, being in it. Two, being in it oh, shit. Sorry, I just dropped something. Uh, two Batman in the film. Two yeah, Batman neither, have both been cut. Not. And by the yeah. way, it wasn't like there was two Batman together. It was no. Keaton was in the film, and then they cut and then him. It was, then it was Affleck. Then it was Affleck. And then they cut him. And, and, and what makes all of this even worse, and I think this is possibly the most insane thing ever, is they've literally said that, you know, he will not have any, you know, Aquaman in this guise is done. You know, Momoa will not return as Aquaman. No. no but we might bring him back as Lobo. Yeah, that's bad. Although he would be an amazing Lobo. But. He's, but he's the perfect Lobo. But. Yeah. Let it breathe. Dude, like, no, I have to say something here. I think, I have a feeling, and I like James Gunn a lot, I have a feeling that this new version of the DC Universe is going to crash and burn really, really quickly. I have this weird thing, and I don't take any joy in that because I love the idea of a gun DC verse. I really do. But it needed to be three, you needed three years after Aquaman or some shit. Like yeah, three not, years, not like three weeks. At least no, right, because the first stuff will be coming out next year, right? Even if it's just the animated stuff. Yeah. It's going to be coming out next year. You needed a, a gap. Uh, two and years, whatever you want to call it, just two or three years. As much as I want to see that shit. Because, because... No this, one cares. This mess. Well, no one cares. And this mess is so pervasive that you just it can't help but take everything. And, and all I mean, like, just in terms of, like you say, apathy. I don't give like, a fuck. Like, I no love one cares. Of, I love the idea of Superman Legacy. I love the idea that they're casting these interesting people as, as like somewhat sea level superhero, like metamorphosed in it and stuff. Like, I'm like, really similar excited to what they did with, with I'm similar really, to what they did with DC. Uh, sorry, Marvel at the beginning. Right. I'm, I'm really excited about that. But I actually also do not give a shit. I'm really no. excited about that idea. And currently, I do not care. But, now, maybe once Aquaman is out of the way, maybe we can take a breath and go. Let's see what the new stuff is. Yeah, Maybe. and I think Maybe. that's the problem, right? Like, there is zero... Like, there's no room I mean, to Blue breathe. Beetle. Blue between... Beetle, for fuck's sake. I didn't hate it as much as you did. but It's, like... ru it's just rubbish, though. It's just it, rubbish. It wasn't. It was rubbish. It was just... It was rubbish. Meh. Well, um, okay, rubbish, meh, whatever. It just but it had two good performances it. in it, which I, I don't it... think we're going to get in this. No, we won't. Um, no, I agree. I, I just... 
I'm just like, you know, when you're and like, so the statement um, uh, from DC was Jason Momoa conducting himself in a professional manner at all times on set. Jason works his ass off, likes to have a beer once in a while, like everyone, sure. but doesn't show up drunk to set. No, I believe that. Like, as much as he comes across like the wild oh, man. She also, she also accused him of dressing like Johnny Depp. Well, he just dresses like a gypsy. So, yes, there you go. What's the problem with that? It's like... He dresses... J- J- Jason Momoa is a gypsy. He's called King of, G- gypsy, King, King of Gypsies or something. And I, Johnny Depp basically dresses like a traveller. So, yeah. I, I just... I don't understand why anyone involved in a film would bury it before... It's like... Do you know what this is like? She's self like, sabotaging. No, no, no. It's, it's worse. It's like, the, you know, the, you get the apprentice boardroom, right? And you go in. Oh, yeah. And before you've even been told who's lost, right. they're yeah, turning they say, on I each didn't, other. I didn't like that. I didn't like it. Well, actually, it depends. It, sometimes it's, it's two ways. Sometimes there's that. I think it was a crap lever or whatever. But sometimes it's, oh, they were amazing in everything they do. And then they've got to fight it out. Oh, really yeah. I yeah, prefer yeah. that version. It's like, oh, it's brilliant. He was so good. But when, when they go in and they're like, and they're like, they turn on each other before Sugar's even told them who's won. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. This is what this feels like. It does. It's yeah. it's literally insane, and like a two hundred and fifty million by dollar way, movie that's going to crash way, and burn. It's also po- it's also pointless because turning on each other is irrelevant because there's no more work after this on on this thing. No. So turning on each other doesn't help you like it doesn't get you in. like you're not making anyone lose out anything and you're not even getting yourself involved in something moving forward so it's completely like it's just wasted effort wasted energy it's just to, just to put a, a final thing on this so mm. whilst no one from the uh, you know basically all the lead stars from the the snyderverse will not be continuing their roles in the future sure um viola davis will carry on playing amanda waller just to make things really fucking confusing but presumably also, Margot Robbie is probably still going to be Harley Quinn. Um, I think. Apparently not. And John Cena is presumably still Peace. Isn't Peacemaker coming out as well? But Peacemaker is, yeah. So It's so fucking so, weird. It's so, you know, You know how you're like, how could you make this more confusing? Oh, yeah, we're, we're doubling everyone. Also, Gunn's wife is going to be front and centre. So of course. Fun. Which she is. It's like, it. But it's so, like, so it makes, it literally makes no sense. Um, so, so even Gunn is making this even more confusing than it needs to be yep. by just being, yeah. So, Ross, <laughs> what was the last? Let's we haven't done this for a while. What was the last no. new film you saw? And what was the last old film? Let's do new film first. What was the last new, new, fi- new film yes. you saw? So, the most and then I want to recent... talk a little bit about the creator after that. Absolutely. So, the most recent new film I saw, it is part of uh, twenty uh, thirty-one days of Halloween. Just that you know, it's totally killer. Ah, Totally Killer, which I thought was totally fine. Yeah, it was really fine. It was really, had a good time of it. I think it could go quite easily into like the regular Halloween rotation because it's, it's inoffensive. I think it did do some interesting things with time travel, but I don't think I've seen it in any other time travel film, which is rare. Uh, because I think all the slash stuff was fine and, and <laughs> perfectly post-scream slashery stuff. It was fine. It wasn't amazing, but it was fine. But... The time travel stuff I thought was interesting was the idea that everything, when she travels back in time, if anyone doesn't know, she travels too much away. Yeah, yeah. I, I, won't, I won't spoil it. She goes back to the 80s to find out something about a killer, right? For, for g- generic plot explanation. But while she's there, stuff is still happening here. 
And I think yes. that was really interesting. The fact that you you do you do cut back to what's currently happening and how what she's doing in the past is affecting things in the now. I don't think I've ever seen that in a in a time travel movie. And I it was have. really good. Yeah. I have. I okay. can't remember what film, but I have. But yes, no, look, I, I just it's really I, cleverly I, done. Well written. I finished it. Well written. Yeah. Yeah, I finished it and I was like Fine. That was totally. It wasn't anything more than a decent well, hour a, and a half. Movie. It's, a, it's a six for me. I think it is the very six. definition of a six. Yeah, of a six. But but for a Halloween movie, we and for a film that Niffy and I can both. I'm just saying. I think pretty much anyone can watch it because there's only a few moments of gore. There's like three or four moments of gore. Yeah, and that was fine. They were and they were handled well, like perfectly well. And there's some suspense. And there's a few. There's a couple of little twists here and there, which is quite cool. The acting is really good. I think Julie Julie Bowen was fantastic in it as her mum, and and yeah, it was and it was f- charmingly funny. Um, and one of the things I loved, just purely because you know, without getting into a political rant, the, <laughs> our main character, who's you know, uh, I'll call her a teenager, but she's what twenty four or whatever. But let's call her a teenager. Um, goes back in time and gets really offended by the, the mores. Oh, that was great. And the way they put her down for like, you can't talk like that, was brilliant. It yeah. was brilliant because it was sort of, like, don't get me wrong, she had a good point. And we were like, God, that guy's a dick. You know what I mean? Like, and all that stuff. But actually, the way they put her down on some of it was really fucking funny. Like, really, I... really astute writing. Really clever. Yeah, and there was some great stuff about like changing, like people slapping people on the arse and right, and, yeah, like, attitudes, yeah, yeah, and it's like it was, yeah, it was a really, really I would like to see them do a sequel really where she goes back to the nineties. Uh, do you know what? I I feel like there is room for some kind of sequel. I don't know how it works, or maybe it's a different character. By the way, I also loved how how straightforward the whole time traveling machinery was. I thought that was really yes. clever. It was. Like, it was like, like charm. It was charming. It wasn't. It didn't try to get too clever with it. It's no, this person has exactly. to do time. This person knows yeah. how to do time travel. Right? Yeah, it was, it was really and good. you kind of get that out of the way, and you just kind of accept the fact it's super simple. Um, Absolutely nice. Yeah, I, I I like that. So I'm going to just talk about two one very quickly. Um, yep. I went and watched the. I never thought I'd say this sentence. I went and watched the new Ken Loach film in the cinema. Um, <laughs> because you know, I I literally I was like, I want to go and see a film. What's on? This, I was like, okay, fine. Um, I'm gonna preface this by saying I've I've kind of become a fan of latter day Ken Loach. Sure. Right? Like I've I've really enjoyed some of his his most recent films. So I re- hold on, I'm just trying to just trying to make sure I get this um I get this right. Uh, so just give me two seconds while I pull the mm-hmm. list up. So I was a big fan of I Daniel Blake. I thought that was a fantastic yes. film. Um, I really liked um, oh, why letterbox are you not do you not put things in alphabet in in um, order of year because that would make my there we go sorry just give me a second so the uh, yes the old oak so um uh, sorry we missed you I thought it was very powerful yeah. a very interesting look at the gig economy um, I thought that uh, I Daniel Blake was fantastic it genuinely yes. was I fucking adored the angel share as well. I thought the Angel Share was just such a quirky movie, so I went and saw Old at the Old Oak. It's very Ken Loach in that it's heavy-handed as fuck and total lacking in subtlety, um, but at the same point, it actually made me cry. No, fair <laughs> enough. Like, Tra- like, trailers, uh, trailers, okay. I might try and check it out. I'm supposed to yeah, watch it at some point. It's it's a really interesting film, and like I think the the, the naturalistic act 
yeah, the use of non-actors in the film really yeah. kind of when you get used to that style of his movies, it kind of really makes things feel far more documentary-like, yes. which is, of course, the point. But within that, it treads a weird line. But no, I, I, I really enjoyed it. But the other one I want to talk about, um, because it fits in with the horror theme, I went and saw, saw The Exorcist, Justin Bieber, or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, see, I need to see it. I, I need to see it. I didn't hate it as much as Mark Kermode clearly hated it, but then he was right. never going to like it because the Exorcist is right. from full time. Um, did, did you, did you just quickly at that point, did you hear about what some of William Friedkin's last words? No, what was it, some of his last words? So like, apparently very close to when he passed. I don't know the exact uh, schedule, so to speak, but apparently he said the new Exorcist movie is being made by the, uh, the guy, uh, by the guys who made Pineapple Express. When I die, I'm going to come back and haunt the shit out of them or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like really fun. Really Solid fun. work. Like some, Solid yeah, work. like a really good, good, good um, death burn. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's rubbish. Yeah, I've it's heard it's rubbish. absolutely awful. Yeah, I've heard it's, it's awful. Got, but I've not seen no, it. It's got no, it's got no real scares in it. Right, it's right. It's got no real anything in it. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't horrific. Um... But yeah. it certainly wasn't very good. And I was like, you know, when you watch something, you just kind of go. <sighs> I, heard I, like, I, all, like, I heard it's like genuinely like embarrassing. It's genuinely not. Awful. It's not awful. It is absolutely okay, not cool. awful. Like, okay, cool. like it, it's just, it just has no reason for being whatsoever. Right. Which yeah, is just, exactly. it's one of those things where you just go, you walk out and you just kind of go, I, I don't understand why. I was like, was why was I here? Thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, my um, Cine World card, my Cine World card will get used to it at some point soon. Yeah, it's a perfect Cine World card movie. Right, let's right. go to our most recent old, oh, old. Very film. quickly, very quickly though. Oh now, no, the one of, one, of my, one of my, one of my, well, one of my things that again, a lot of people tend to get pissed off with me about, a bit like when I say I prefer Jaws two to Jaws, is I well, genuinely an idiot, prefer, clearly. Well, I just think they're more entertaining films. Um, <laughs> the uh, and more people get killed by the sharks and stuff. I um. I, uh, with the Exorcist sequels, I love, well, love being a relative word, Exorcist 2 and Exorcist 3 way more than the Exorcist. I find the Exorcist, I don't get the fuss about the Exorcist. So, like, I, I mean, I get this. I love Friedkin as a director, and I can respect the film, if I can put it that way, but I genuinely find the Exorcist 2 and 3 more enjoyable. So the question is, how does the, this film... And even the prequels, those silly. Remember the two prequels of the bothered. same film? They were you never so saw shit. But did you? I just. No, I was like. Shit? No, no, but in terms of kind of. I don't need to see a film that's so okay. bad that it gets reshot. So I'm here's like, my thing. So, so here's my thing. I was fascinated by the idea that they. Not only did they totally remake a film with a totally different director who couldn't be more different, as it, so it was Paul Schrader and Reddy Harlan. That's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing, guys. That's amazing. Who is this thing? That is amazing. That's like I, I don't even know where to go with that. I don't. Uh, uh, John Woo and uh, I, I, I don't. I can't even. Uh, Reddy Harlan again. I don't know. Like, like, like because Reddy Harlan has made some genuinely entertaining films. He made uh, arguably one of the best Elm Street movies for a start. Die Hard too. Uh, Reddy Harlan's made some really fucking enjoyable Deep Blue Sea for what you know. And I'm just saying. So the idea of those two films and i watched both of those with no interest in them and i came out of those films and went yeah sure like like they are the same movie with the same isn't stellan skarsgård in both of them as well it's even I weird think so, yeah. it's, it's, so, it's so fucking weird 
But I came out of this and went, yeah, you know, yeah. How does that? How does so? If you haven't seen that, I don't know how to. Oh, it's, it's, I guess it's, it's, how does it relate to any of that? It's does like it? I liked Exorcist three. By the way, I thought Exorcist. I really like Exorcist three. Um, I, I like two and three. <laughs> yeah, I always liked Exorcist three. Um, do, 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 do you know what? It's not gonna. It, it's genuinely not a good film. Um, and right. it's genuinely, you know, bringing back people from the original movie is just dumb. You know, right, it's, yeah. it's just not very good. Um, and the fact that what this tells me, by the way, is this completely justifies my opinion of the last two Halloween movies, and that the sure, first the first that. remake was a, was a or the first reboot was a fluke, because quite frankly, the two that have followed, I was not a fan of, and like I said to you, they did them in the wrong order for a start. I, I, I kind of understand that. Yeah, I understand end that. should have been Halloween Kills and vice versa or whatever. Yeah, sure. Like. And this just justifies the fact that the guy just, just for some reason managed to do something good with the reboot, but like sure. actually isn't a very good filmmaker whatsoever. And the fact they're thinking about doing two more of these is just, just fucking stop. Well, please no, stop. Well, oh, the, the Exorcist ones. Have you, yeah, please stop. So I, I, um, it's interesting because of course I really do like those other two films, and I do think they're going to get re-evaluated. But no, I think they're going to get. Well, I think all three are going to well, get re-evaluated. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think they are, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying, like, I regardless, I enjoyed them. I know that the first, the second two are not as good as the first one, for sure, for sure. Um, I like that they all do something different, but you know, whatever. That's that's fine. But I am. Yeah, I'm really intrigued to watch it. I'm really intrigued. Yeah. To watch it. It's, it's like, like 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 knowing it's going to be. I don't know. I'm curious. It's not worth your time. Um. So look, sure let's just <laughs> let's just touch on the creator because yes. um, we we watched that together uh mm -hmm. in the in the wonderful BFI IMAX, mm -hmm. which was a uh, uh, well, I say wonderful. Do you know what I forgot about the BFI IMAX? How it's small not actually that comfortable. There's no fucking no hell. It's tiny. Yeah. Next time, the leg room is tiny. The, but ne next time, you take the aisle seat. Seriously, because you'll you'll be more much more comfortable. But it was like, it genuinely was tiny and I was quite surprised yeah, yeah, yeah. how small the legroom was, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that's really odd. Um, but the screen was fantastic and obviously it was shot super wide. Um, so seeing it on an IMAX screen was fucking unbelievable. And yes. my take on this really quickly was visually and world building wise, it was phenomenal. Like considering the budget was so small, comparatively like 60 70 million i think like comparatively the visual effects by ilm were stunning and flawless there was not one moment i didn't believe anything that was on screen and after the yes. fucking catastrophe of expendables 4 mm -hmm. and the cgi in that where they couldn't even get the fucking matting right it it said a lot and i loved genuinely loved the first two thirds of the movie. Genuinely, I was like, it's flawed, but there's a load of good ideas here and it's doing some really interesting stuff. And then the last third of the movie happened. <laughs> and it, it almost undid everything that came before. So I gave it like a six out of 10, because I genuinely think in terms of its creativity, its look, its style, even if it did touch a little bit on Blade Runner at the time, but I, don't, I do think actually that's probably deliberate because of where, where the story goes. Like, I thought it's unbelievably, all that was unbelievably good in the world building. But the last third 
just was a fucking utter mess. Over to you. So, um, I so I, I can agree with some of this for sure. I uh, I thought that although it was kind of going slow, I still think the first half hour, forty minutes was really enjoyable. It did go. It was a bit slow going, but but I I did enjoy it. I don't mind slow going, right? Slow going. No, is fine. no me neither. But then I don't know. I just it, I, like I say, slow as in I, I was taking it all in, so I have no problem with that. My main problem with it, well, two main problems with it. First of all, John David Washington, who is a fine actor. He's a fine actor. Everyone else in that film acts him off the screen, everybody, including the child, everybody. He just doesn't, there's just something about him that comes across as uninvolved. And I don't really know how else to explain it. He's good looking. He doesn't do anything wrong either, but I just I just feel like he doesn't hold me as the lead. Just doesn't. But that's the first thing. And it's not the biggest criticism of the movie because everyone else is so good. Secondly, I completely agree with you. Everything looks real. Everything looks real. I, was Stunning, ne- I never doubted it. it. Never doubted any of it for a second. And that's on a budget of eighty million dollars, as opposed to a two hundred and seventy million dollar movie, or whatever the fuck. It looks so um, much better than so many of the recent absolutely. Marvel movies. It looks better than it looks better than any of it, and Star Wars and stuff for sure. Like it just looks better. Um, so there's that. Then I would say the point where it really I lost interest almost immediately was when they moved to a city. Because up until that point, one of the things I loved most about it was it was one of the few films made in the last 30 years where it just didn't look like Blade Runner. And the moment they moved to the city, it looked a lot like Blade Runner. And I'm not saying that's anyone's fault. It still looked good. But that stuff just puts me off, personally. I loved seeing, like, the technological hubs in amidst all the greenery of, like, Asia and stuff like that. I thought that looked incredible. And then the moment you went to a city, and also I felt that what they did in the city just didn't achieve very much in the story, personally. personally. And then I absolutely agree with you in terms of the last third, or the last, let's say, half an hour particularly. Fucking such It's such a mess because there is so much happening that they should spend more time on. In terms of, without spoiling it too much, they go to the, the, the good guy's base after that. that. That amazing, there's an amazing sequence on a bridge that I thought was fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. But from, there on, but from there on, it does get really messy. There's a whole thing where they have to go to the good guy base, so they have to go to Nomad, then they have to... Blah, 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 blah. And there's so much interesting stuff that's happening, and you can't see any of it happening, because it's so messy and so quick. And and it... it, it I mean, I, I, I actually want that film. I want the last half hour of that film to sort of be 50 minutes or something, because I need that bit to breathe better. And when you find out that the original cut of the movie was supposedly five hours... You can sort of wow. understand. You can you can understand how they've compressed the end, especially, and and that was the time you sort of needed more of it to breathe, because what they're doing is so important at that point. Um, and then and then the only other little small criticism at that point is the gigantic robotic space octopus, which, is, <laughs> which isn't a joke, which isn't a joke, which comes out of nowhere. We don't get it set up to do anything. It's not like a power loader. It could be like the power uh, lifter or power loader in, in Alien. It's clearly got that kind of function, but we never see it being used. It comes out of nowhere. And also the little girl who, uh, let's just say, interacts with it at a pivotal moment, could have done it straight away and saved his life and stuff. So it, well, without being too spoilery, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And so look, that again, 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 that's a relatively minor criticism in the whole thing. But but it goes to show you how that last, let's just say, half hour or so, 
really needed time to breathe given how much was going on um and it and it i just found myself very distracted for like the last half of it it was very it was upsetting because like i say for the first 30 to 40 minutes i found myself involved and, in, and dare i say the word invested in the film so invested right like doesn't happen very much doesn't happen very much anymore it just doesn't like the characters and yep. like everything, everything about it everything. like the story everything. the world was the world is one of the most realistic sci-fi worlds i've seen in years yes. where you're actually looking at it and going my god it actually feels real yeah it was all brilliant. i didn't even go i didn't even go oh my god i just went it just feels i wasn't it wasn't it was, distracting to me that's what i mean I, I wasn't like i wasn't being pulled out of it i was absorbed in it and I love that. I would, so rare. Yeah, I'd quite happily see more movies in that world. Just, 100%. Just maybe ones where they take a little bit more time. It just needs to be more coherent. Like, it needed to be more time. Like I say, the slow burn of the first, let's just say, 30, 40 minutes, I would have been fine with that being generally the pace of the movie, although obviously I don't want to, I don't want to sit there for a four-hour movie or whatever, but, but I would watch the five-hour version of this film at home. I, I, as in, I would want to see the full rendering of the vision if that makes it i would actually want to see that yeah because there's so much good stuff in the movie but i would love to see if my 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 the things that really irked me by the end of the movie those those may not be present at all it's it could be genuinely a masterpiece again yeah. for 80 million dollars if there was a five-hour version of this film for 80 million dollars marvel and dc need to go fuck themselves a bit um i also they think there's probably eight, i think there's an 80 million version of this i think there's a rough cut for, for sure like I, I don't think if they sure. realised that no, the effects, I, it would have been eighty million dollar movie. I get, I get it, I get it, but it still probably would have come to. And I know being very, it's very one hundred and fifty maybe. Well, one hundred, well, a hundred and something, whatever. But like, it, well, look, and, if it's under two hundred million, by the way, and it's... and to realise, well, and to realise a beautiful vision of a film. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it was stunning. It's so like, rare. It, yeah. it's it's so it's so interesting where you see a film that does everything right. And becomes so realistic, but like just it's that typical thing where where they spend so much I think the the space spider thing. I what did I say to you afterwards? I was like, I oh, was the producer of um Kevin Smith's oh, yeah. um, Superman Pete, movie Peter, involved Peter, in this. Uh, was it John Pete John Peters? John Peters was he involved in this? Because yeah. like clearly there was a space spider, and I was like, well, there you go. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like like it's an interesting miss, and like. And I'd rather, by the way, something be an interesting miss Same. and have all of that going for it than just be yes. like the fucking exorcist believer and just like be shit. Absolutely agree with you. Or yeah, Aquaman and just be fucking awful. So what's the most recent old film that you've seen? Right. Bear me one moment for that because that's... I'm trying to see if I've got anything that isn't... Um... Well, 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 I mean... I just... Well, the 31 days of Halloween might well, have to wait till next time. Um, well, okay. Just for time so, so you can okay, drop so, one of them so, in. So what's the well, last? Well, the most recent old film I've seen that isn't 31 days of Halloween, funny enough, was Bloodsport. <laughs> Go on, do your last film that was 31 days of Halloween, because that's the last actual film you saw. Well, that's... Uh, well, no, no, because... Well, because no, because we most recently watched the hard cut of Megan, which is this year. So... Um, what was that like? So... Brilliant. I really enjoyed, Niffy enjoyed Megan as well, which was nice to see. And by the way, the, the, the bits of gore are not major, but they are good. Like, they're very good. It's, you, you probably won't even remember them not being in the original movie. 
They just go. Weird. I, I genuinely I really think Megan is Megan is the type of horror. I don't mean this to be rude, but Megan's the type of horror film enjoyed by people that don't watch horror films. I agree, no, no, but I, I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. I think that's well, actually a okay. good thing. Okay, I'm going to tell you why it's a bad thing, and this leads into the most recent old film that I saw. Right, so I I had the opportunity to go and see Friday the Thirteenth, the original, mm. on Friday the Thirteenth on a big screen, and it was a big screen, and because mm. of because it was shot full frame. It literally took up the entire screen, which was gorgeous. It was a lovely yeah, print yeah. Of, of the film as well, like this remastered 4K. Look beautiful, genuinely look beautiful. And the film is still a very interesting film, right? I think there's sure. a, the original Friday the 13th is not that gory. No, no, um, there's only, only a handful of moments of gory in that film. Yeah, yeah, and a lot, quite a few of kill, quite a few of the kills happen off camera. Like yeah. Tom Savini's effects are great when when they happen, but and here's the danger: they've lowered the rating to 15, right. which meant the cinema was full of a bunch of 15 and 16 year olds that mm. had never really watched a proper horror film, especially no, one sure. that used to be an 18. Mm. Um, with all the and an eighties horror film as well, so with nudity and mm -hmm. sex and gore. You mean like you mean like you mean like you mean like horror films are supposed to be? Yeah, like like horror films, right? Like eighteen yeah. blood, gore, all of this. And because of that, it's fair to say that there were a couple of points I wanted to go Mama Voorhees on some of the audience as well. Uh, if yeah. I had an axe, I probably would have killed some people. Um, this goes back to the point I've made many, many times. I would fucking love for things like this to have an 18, 18 rated screenings. So yes. like things like Megan, I'd love to go and see Megan in a cinema of people that didn't include the 15, 16, 14 year olds who in general don't seem to know how to behave in a fucking cinema. And that sounds patronizing by the way, but no, every time I've been in that kind of film, it's almost been ruined by, and that was the one good thing about going to see like The Exorcist Believer. I think it's a, is that an 18? I think it's, it's an 18. I feel like it might be an 18. I, like, I might hold be on, one. I'm just gonna, um, what does the BBFC say? The BBFC states The Exorcist Believer is uh, not working on my computer. It's a 15. Um, oh, okay. I can't remember the last day. I saw an 18 recently. Trying to remember what, what it was. But anyway, so like oh Saw X. There you go. Yeah. Saw X was was a hard 18, right? It really was. Um, <laughs> so going to see that is a very different experience to going and seeing it with a bunch of effectively teenagers, children. Yeah. Sure. And and because it's an older film, it has some of those quirks of an older film that, that modern audiences yeah. might not appreciate. It's slower, you know, yeah. it's it's and so it almost spoiled the experience. However, watching Friday the 13th on the big screen was phenomenal. It was such a good experience. It's such a good film. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm glad. I mean, good. Um, Makes sense. It was, it was a, it, it's a good film. Um, but we, I was texting you and we were both saying how we wished that they put Friday the 13th part six on. Oh, part six. And dare I say, part eight and part nine. Well, everything from five onwards, I think, almost. Five's Some a great hell. film, by the way. But, like, film. people sleep on five. That's a great movie. I, when I did my Friday the 13th rewatch a few years ago, I um, I've, I actually ended up liking one, five, six. 
one, five, and six more than I like two, three, and four. Sure. It's, I'll tell you what, um, um, uh, Friday the 13th Part 5 shares some DNA with Psycho 2, you know, because we've watched that again recently. In that, I've the never killer, seen the killer. Psycho 2. What? Dude, I've Psycho never seen Psycho really, 2. really, really, really good. It's really, really good. I know. Everyone tells me it's like a Great. brilliant sequel. It's one of the best sequels. It, it, it's, it doesn't make sense how good it is. I don't know how to explain And it's very 80s, obviously. But it's obviously. Like 80s. <laughs> but, no, but, but what I mean, you've got Meg Tilly, you've got Robert Lozier. You've got, like, it's like amazing. It's really, really good. Yeah, the Arrow, yeah, Blue, I, uh, the Arrow I, Blu-ray I, is amazing. I do need to... Um, that is one for I, you to definitely watch. That yeah, is, yeah, it, no, it, it but, yeah, absolutely it's really is. Good. It's really good. It's really... And having watched Psycho again, like, a couple of days beforehand, it's, uh, you don't need to have done that, by the way. Because uh, Psycho Two is great, but I just um, yeah, it's just Psycho Two is really good. Well, I was I was really happy with how much Niffy liked it as well. I was like, it's a really good movie. It's a good yeah. I've heard nothing but good stuff, right? Like genuinely, yeah. nothing but good stuff. Yeah, it was maligned for decades, I think, and then it's somehow got into its uh, it somehow got into the zeitgeist again a bit, you know. Uh, but it's great. Yeah, the Blu-ray uh, is incredible, incredible. Yeah, I've I've heard nothing but um. I've heard nothing but good things about it. And in fact, people mm. even say Psycho 3 is pretty good as well. Psycho 3 is fine. Like, I, I haven't seen it. I, I want to watch that again soon. Psycho 3 is fine. Psycho 2 is, like, surprisingly good. Like, surprisingly. Ah, surpri- yeah, it, it really, you'll be like, oh. You know. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Ross, where can people find out a little bit more about you, my friend? Yes, hello. Okay. <laughs> hello. Uh, it's hello. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> hello. Uh, I'm at Ross Boyasco on the social things. Uh, please also check out at Evo Films UK on the social things to follow Evolutionary Films. And also please check out um, uh, at Vengeance Film UK. And we're on uh, Ross and Phil Talk Movies.co.uk. Um, you can download the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and all other good and probably bad platforms, right? Um, <coughs> just wherever. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, please, if you did enjoy the podcast, rate, review, and uh, subscribe. And we'll be back uh, at some point with a follow-up episode where we'll properly dive into Ross's 31 films of Halloween. <laughs> and I'll talk a little bit about my final wrap-up of the Friday, uh, sorry, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, which I'm now up to the remake. Ah, that's, I love the remake so much. No, 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 Elm Street. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I'm no. like, what? Are you mad? It was it's terrible. Not even, it's not, well, I, I don't... Okay, so my, my problem with it more than anything, I don't think it is terrible, but it is very meh. And it's not, it's a shame for Jackie L. Haley because he's a great actor. Um, the main problem I remember having with the remake, and correct me if I'm wrong, is one of the best I things about the original... Episode. Have Have you ever seen it before? Yes, years ago, when it first right. came out. Okay. So the thing that the thing that really was just like given the technology at the time of the remake, right? Because it looks good, like it's a good looking movie from what I remember. Like it looks fine. But the thing that it, it loses out on completely compared to the original film and, and even some of the other films, some of the sequels, is you always know exactly when you're in a nightmare. Like yes. what, what the original film did really well is you didn't realise initially always, sometimes you did, but not always, that they were in the nightmare scenario. It just seemed like another day at work, at school or whatever. And that was one of the best things about it. Because you go, oh, fuck, like that. That never happens in a remake. To, to my to my not, to my memory. So I'd be curious. Yeah, to, I think you're right. Particularly on, particularly on that, forgetting everything else. Just that aspect. Because that was such a, that was one of the cleverest things about that first film. 
You know, you think you're safe because yeah. you're in school. You think you're in, you think they're safe at that moment. Yeah, you know. I think I think so. you're absolutely right. Um, mm. I think you're absolutely right. It's yeah. I'm I'm not looking forward to rewatching that. But then I would have completed everything. Um, and yeah. we can talk about it on the next episode. And I can say officially, having checked probably about four hundred and eighty times during this episode, um, <laughs> I have one hundred percent. Genuinely, one hundred percent, been recording this episode. <laughs> I was going to ask you. It's really one hundred percent. So, look, thanks for listening. We'll be back shortly. Uh, take care. Bye. We love you. Bye bye. Bye.